Hey church, welcome to the podcast Advent series. During this four-part series, we hope to encourage and equip you to participate in Advent and gain a greater understanding of what that concept even means if it's new to you. So grab a warm drink, put in your earbuds if you're at work or have some noisy kids around and enjoy. Hey, Amanda, thanks for joining us. Hey, Natalie, thanks for having me. (laughs) Yeah, so before we dive in, I just wanted to give a little bit of housekeeping to explain how the series is going to go, the Advent series, and it'll be broken up into four parts, and Amanda will be with us throughout all four, and then Pastor Phil will be joining us for the fourth episode to help us kind of wrap things up. And the series is going to highlight four different aspects of Advent. And Amanda, did you want to just mention those four? Yeah, so we're kind of going to be loosely following along with um, an Advent devotional that Paul Tripp put out. Um, there's a PDF you can find for free online. Yeah, we'll link that in, yeah, the, in, the, in the show notes. notes. Yeah. Awesome. But the four weeks, the titles of the four weeks are The Need, The Promise, The Announcement, and The Plan. And it's just kind of going back and following, um, starting back in the old Testament and kind of following through, um, like the grand scheme of the Bible, you know, what is, what was God's purpose for, um, mankind and then what happened and then how we got back to, um, uh, reconciliation between God and man. So that's kind of where we're headed. It's a beautiful story. And just as you're saying that, just as a reminder to ourselves and just the church that we're not here to tell you what to do, what not to do, or to do this with your kids or do this on your way to work. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just about unpacking the story and the meaning of Advent because to be honest, I didn't know what the word Advent even meant until I was in my 20s. So just being mindful that we're not, while those things are good and um, tips and tricks are good, that's yeah. just not what we'll be using yeah. this series for. Excuse me, for. Um, so before we jump into the need, can you just explain briefly what Advent is? How is it different than Christmas? Why do we as Christians celebrate it? Yeah, I think that's a that's a good way to start this conversation. Mm-hmm. I know when I was in high school, I had a teacher who... Um, was really into Advent. I went to Christian high school and I thought he was so strange. He would post (laughs) on these like scripture readings on his blog. And I was like, what even is this? Um, and looking back now, I see he was, um, much wiser than I was at the time (laughs) and just really wanted to spend, um, the, the holiday season leading up to Christmas worshiping and worshiping by remembering, Mm -hmm. um, the promises of the old Testament, why we need a savior, all of those things. And so when we look at Advent, we're not just looking at Christmas day, right? Mm -hmm. I think so often we get wrapped up in the holiday season and then we're met with Christmas morning and we're like, oh my goodness, I like don't even, (laughs) haven't even talked to the Lord all month or haven't even like prayed or opened my Bible because I've just been, (laughs) yeah, I've just been so consumed with everything else that's, that's had to be done. Mm. And so I think that's just one way in which Advent is different. It's, it's starting early on in the season Mm. and it's taking the time to slow down and just remember. Um, so we're waiting in anticipation, uh, for Christ and we're waiting in two ways. That's what Advent is, kind of mm. waiting and anticipating. Um, 
we're waiting uh, for the first coming. We're going back with mm. the Israelites in the Old Testament and we're remembering what life was like before uh, Christ came and before we knew what his plan was. And then we are um, waiting again ourselves for that second coming of Christ, recognizing that not all of the promises have been fulfilled yet and mm. that we are not in our ultimate home yet. We still have a longing um, mm. for something more. And that longing in and of itself is um, just the Lord's way of reminding us, I think, that this is not our ultimate home yeah. and that we are still in a season of Advent right now. Yeah, it's like that tension between the already and the not yet. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for that. With that being said, let's jump into the need. Yeah, I think um, when we when we talk about the need, we have to go back to creation, mm-hmm. and we have to understand um, what we were designed for. Uh, we were made to um, to love God and to know God and to be known by God and to be in perfect relationship with him. Um, that's what the garden of Eden was, right? Yeah. Adam and Eve walking with the Lord in the cool of the day, just that perfect relationship. Um, and yet, um, sin entered the world. Yeah. When I think about, um, that, that scene of the garden of Eden, I think that some of us in this, uh, Christmas season, um, experience kind of the closest thing like Earthside that we'll get to that. Yeah. I think you think about um, not everyone experiences this, but some families do experience just that sense of belonging and that mm. sense of just comfort and um, just the joy in being together. Um, there's there's something about the Christmas season that just opens up the door for those feelings yeah. and those just environments. And I think that those in a way remind us that, right, that's, that's what we're longing for. We're longing for just that sense of belonging. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet others of us, um, feel maybe more of the effects of sin in that we dread the holidays because we don't have that sense of belonging because yeah. we're filled, um, or rather our, our environments are filled with people who love themselves or we are just mm-hmm. so wrapped up in ourselves that, um, we can't really enjoy one another and being together. And so that's what, what happened when Adam and Eve sinned in the garden, right? That relationship with God was broken. And instead of man and woman, um, loving God appropriately and loving one one another appropriately, we exchanged that with just a love of self. Mm. Um, and it reminds us of the great exchange in Romans one, just that idea of, um, what we were created for, uh, worshiping our creator and loving our creator has been exchanged for worshiping ourselves and loving ourselves. And so we need to start there when we think about, um, Christ, when we think about celebrating the birth of Christ, Mm -hmm. if we don't start there, the worship that is due Christ, um, we will actually give to ourselves, right? Because we'll be so wrapped up in ourselves. So we have to recognize just our own sin and our own need for a savior. Mm. Um, if we want this season to be worshipful. Yeah. It's interesting and ironic, but obviously the work of the evil one that around Christ's birth is the time where 
the selfishness gets more exasperated. It's like, wait, what? Yes. The one time that we are supposed to be setting aside to reflect and remember Christ and all that he's done is the one time we ramp up on our selfishness. Yes. It's, yes. it's almost, my. it almost sounds silly, but it truly is what our culture has become wrapped up in. Yeah. It's kind of an interesting thing that our culture even celebrates Christmas hmm. um, to the degree that it does. Sometimes it, it just surprises me how, um, like my neighbors right now, have it's well it's, blow ups like we have a lot of blow ups <laughs> they're like they're, you know they're going all out for christmas their christmas tree is up already and obviously we're recording this before yes <laughs> way before christmas but um just little things like that like they people are just so into it yeah and yet at the same time you're right like it is kind of this amazing thing that people are willing to celebrate this holiday that has the name of christ in it yeah but at the same time Yes, it's become so worldly and so consumeristic mm. and so um, just fueled by our own pride. Like we want to feel good by giving gifts to others or yeah. we want to be giving gifts or we want to feel good by giving to charity or mm. like it's just the one time of year that, yeah, we we um, we celebrate it. But yeah, it's it's so self-focused. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So with that being said, um What's one way you would encourage the church to rec kind of two part, like recognize their need and also um, humbling themselves to also recognizing their sin. And that is why they are in need. Um, I think it's sometimes we don't have a hard time recognizing that we have a need, but when it comes back to, sin or something we're doing or we yeah. did that was wrong that can be kind of hard to um to realize and kind of two-part also like an encouragement that you would have for the listeners just to participate in this what we're presenting in this series of yeah. advent yeah when you think about our own need and our need coming from the fact that we are ourselves depraved we have no good within us. Mm. Um, it's hard to mentally and emotionally want to go there, right? To even like dive into that idea because we don't like thinking about our own sin. Yeah. And yet we need to think about our own sin. As Christians, it's our sin that causes our need for our Savior. If we don't confront our sin and recognize our sin, then our Savior will not be sweet to us. We won't even mm. feel like we need him. And so I think it's appropriate in this season of Advent, of anticipating the birth of Christ, to look, to examine ourselves, to examine our own hearts, to start there and to recognize, like as we look back on the last year, just the many ways in which we have failed. Um, you know, we we have failed ourselves right mm. in our own expectations for ourselves. And then ultimately to a greater degree, we've failed um, living up to the standard that the Lord has set for us um, of loving him and loving our neighbor. And mm. so I think just taking time to just think about that, to think about how we have um, failed to mm. please God and we have 
um, ruined our relationship with him because of our sin. Um, I think that's so good for us to do because then, because we are on this side of the cross, that leads us to worship. That leads us to falling at the feet of our Savior and just recognition that we need him Mm -hmm. and that that spurs us on to love him and to worship him and to do what is pleasing to him. Um, I would just encourage anyone who wants to celebrate this season a little bit more slowly, Mm -hmm. um, take a little bit longer to just find a Bible reading plan that -hmm. they can open up to it. Usually like Advent reading plans will be like each Sunday in Advent. So it'll be just four Sundays. That's not very much. Very doable. (laughs) Um, Just to open up the word and to read in the prophets, just those passages of longing, of crying out for um, the Messiah, Mm. um, to feel that need along with the Israelites of desperation for um, the one who would come and save them, not only from this world and all of the sin in it, but ultimately from themselves. Um, and then find some really good, um, just music or, um, something else to just stick on while you're cooking or on your way to work or spending time with family that would just turn your heart toward worshiping our savior. Thanks, Amanda. I'm looking forward to the next episodes with you and thank you to our listeners. Thanks, Natalie.